Welcome to the City Movement Podcast. Each episode, we'll dive deeply into the Christian mission of the YMCA, provide practical tips for planning churches and wives, and discuss the benefits of planning churches in the YMCA. We're your hosts, Jeff Snyder and Mike Newman. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Let's jump into today's episode. Well, welcome into the City Movement Podcast. I'm Jeff Snyder. I'm here with David Newman and Mike Newman. And welcome into episode two, where we are talking about why the why. Yes. Um, we're so glad you Good joined to us here. today. But even before we get into that, I wanted to hear the most recent update from Mike. How did the volleyball season end? Ah, yes. Yeah. Great question. <laughs> I just know that's been the big longing of your heart the last couple months. I just want to hear about it. It, it has been. The, you, you said the biggest longing. Yeah. Yeah, it has been a big part of my life for sure. Um, yes, my uh, dad and I finished up coaching um, 22 junior high girls for volleyball. And, fellas, we took home the trophy. That's well, what I'm talking about. We did. It was intense. There was squeals. There were shrieks. Um <laughs> And then the girls also shrieked, you know. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was really fun. Good job, Mike. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Mike, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you know this, but a um, little YMCA fun fact. Volleyball was created at the YMCA, as well as, like, weightlifting, racquetball, basketball. And in Boom. this podcast, we got all kinds of stories of, like, so many things that started at the Y. That is so. a fun fact. When we go to Silver Bay, New York, don't we play basketball in we the do. gym? Where yes. did James Naismith play in yeah, the gym? He did. He, he he trained people in that gym. And there's this plaque on the wall at the gym where where it was asked to to Naismith, "What is the role of the YMCA physical director?" And he gave this quote, and it's on the wall. It says, "To train men for the master through the court." So a way to train people. That so. is awesome. Train yeah. men for the master through the court. Yeah. What a great way to look at basketball. Yeah. Or sport yes. in general. Yeah. Which, that's a great that's a great transition. Is there anything else you wanted to say about volleyball before we're uh, Yeah, the for all the junior high girls out there looking for a team next year. I'm sure year. lots of them are listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, be, we'll be back next year. Uh, there's three coaches, and we um, – we will be in intense training in the off season, sure watching many YouTube clips. Two yeah. days start in March. To, yeah, <laughs> that, that, I haven't planned that out okay. yet, but that's a possibility. <laughs> Great. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, I loved what you were just talking about, the James Naismith quote. I think that's a great transition yes. in talking about what we're talking about today, which is when we're thinking about where to plant a church. Yes why the context of the YMCA is what we would say kind of like a bullseye for church planning today in the United States and all across the world. Yeah, absolutely. And and just to be clear right out of the gates, we love church plants in all different ways, all different avenues, and we think God just has this awesome vision for there to be all kinds of creative church plants out there. We love them all, but we feel just this unique and special um, calling towards planting churches in YMCAs. Even this morning, I was on the phone with um, a Christian YMCA mission leader from a city, and he said, in our city, it's our goal to put a church in every Y. And right then, he had 11 out of the 13 YMCAs had churches in them. And again, our big goal, our big heart, is to put this 
Jesus-centered, biblically-based, life-giving, serving, caring church in every YMCA in the world. And we think, you know, we think you could plant a church almost anywhere. You could put a church in a movie theater. You could put a church in a junior high auditorium. You could put a church anywhere. But there's something special, we think, about planting in and through and with the YMCA. So, Yeah, I agree. So today... Um, if I think I understand where we're going, we're going to actually say that's not just an idea that like we came up with, like, hey, that would be cool, but we're going to actually say there's some biblical rationale that, that sort of gives us a foundation for why we would say it's significant to plant in a YMCA, and then we're going to even dive into the original like mission statement, vision statement, and and see why that's in alignment with good uh, church planting. Yeah, great overview. That's that's exactly where we're going. Yeah. So I would say let's let's jump right in. Uh, we're going to be in John and the Book of Acts today, talking about church planting and why we think the why is the bullseye for that. So, Mike, do you want to kick us off? And talk about we're going to talk about the woman at the well and how we see the why as the well of the community. So why don't you give yeah. us a summary, John four, woman at the well? Give us a summary of what's happening there in that encounter with Jesus. Yeah, man. Uh, let's let's go there. John chapter four and verse seven. If you're new to the Bible, John is in the New Testament, uh, one of the Gospels, and um, uh, in Jesus's ministry, he shows up. Um, to this woman, and verse 7 says, a woman from Samaria came to drink water. Uh, and Jesus said to her, give me a drink. So like, uh, with regards to just strategy of ministry, cultural context, things like that, um, you, you know, men during that time weren't supposed to talk to women. This woman comes to the well during high noon, you know, the hottest time of the day. But um, the strategy of meeting her, obviously he knew she was coming, he knows all things, but like mm-hmm. uh, in terms of a place, a place of ministry, um, the well during that time was what would, we would say is a community gathering point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where um, everyone lives in their own homes, and uh, that's a, a good space. Um, but typically communities look for... Um, uh, a place that meets together where they can visit with one another and have just uh, uh, high contact areas. It, I don't know. There's probably better ways to say that, but yeah, like, especially the COVID, opposite. I was <laughs> <laughs> just coming out of my mouth. I was like, I wonder if our governor would, you know. Anyways, and so um, and so we see we see from John four just that. That, that Jesus recognized um, communities, places of, of uh, meeting people, and uh, and went there. And so mm-hmm. uh, you poll any city, and uh, the YMCA is a, a great place to meet people. Um, so if you're if you're a dude who has got his job and he's got his house, you know how else do you meet friends? Yeah. And if you're a Christian, how else do you meet non-Christians yep. outside of your work? Yep. Um, yeah, and some church planting yeah. logic today is called a third place. Yeah, you have you have your work, you have your home. Then where's the third place? And we love how Jesus and and his followers tended to go to those third places and do ministry where people were already gathering. Mm-hmm. So keep going, Mike. Yeah, I mean. 
Anything else you guys would add to that? No, I mean, I think that's yeah. a good summary. So, well, I don't let me, let me just add a yeah. couple more things. I, I love how Jesus was willing to sit at the side of the well, and he saw that she went there for a physical need. She yeah. needed something to drink. Everybody needed something to drink. But he was willing to talk to her about her physical need and use it as an avenue to point to her spiritual need. And so um, people come to the YMCA. They come because they feel like they need to lose weight. They come because they're lonely. They come because they want to sign their kids up for t-ball. They come for many very real needs. But it's also a place where we can sit by the side of the well and offer people the living water, which is Mm -hmm. their deepest thirst, which is just what Jesus did. So... um, yeah, that, that's why we love, yeah. I'll speak on behalf of Antioch, and I know you would say the same thing at the gathering, is it's so wonderful to meet for our church gathering in the YMCA because when we go to where we have our church services during the week, it's full of people. Yes. And it, it's not full of just people from our church, but all kinds of people from the community. Yeah. So I can just go be a pastor or chaplain at the Y where... I need no other excuse to be there among believers and non-believers other than I'm just the community gathering place. Yeah. And I love that the YMCA can say, like, I, I can be there on purpose for that. And the Y says, yes, yes, Jeff. Yes. Do that. Mm-hmm. Amen. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I also love that um, the well was a place where everybody gathered like it was this cross section of community it wasn't like a homogenous people and and like mike brought up mm. you know um Jesus was talking to this woman in that day and age. Men didn't talk to women. Uh, Jews didn't talk to Gentiles. Rabbis didn't talk to obvious sinners. But but everybody needed to come to the well to get water. And you know, in this day and age, where else do you have in your community where where you have a community center whose vision is for all? We want the entire cross section, the entire spectrum of a community, mm-hmm. uh, socioeconomic barriers, yeah. you know, ethnic, gender, whatever it is they all come for different reasons yeah our why is definitely a cross-section of our community yes mm-hmm. i would say even more so than our church absolutely that's why we love having church that's why we love being there yep yeah um, okay so we're going to keep it mm-hmm. high level on each of these we're not going to go super deep into each of that kind of yep. areas we're talking about so i'm going to move us along so we would say john 4 the why is the modern well of the community where people go to have physical needs met but as a church we love that we can be there to meet spiritual needs as Amen. well well said. So then uh, next next reason or a kind of high-level topic that we're going to look at for why the why is, we think, a great church planning vehicle is yep. we're going to look at the book of Acts. So yep. can you summarize what the ministry model was of Paul and of other Acts. apostles in the book of Acts? Yeah, sure. I mean, and you can – it's kind of a humorous model, I think, when you, when you look at – what Paul and Barnabas and Paul and others would do. They would, they would tend to go to a city, um, go right to the synagogue, uh, get kicked out, cause a riot, get beat up, get thrown in prison, leave prison and go to the gathering points. And in the <laughs> gathering points, they would then share the gospel message with, with people. And over and over, we just see this pattern where where they would show up and do ministry where people already gathered. Right. Okay? You see in Athens, you see them looking around and going to the marketplace and then going to Mars Hill because, well, why? Well, the, the thinkers, the philosophers gathered at Mars Hill. He brought the gospel there. Um, and even um, 
we just were really drawn to the story in Acts chapter nine of nineteen when Paul was in Ephesus, where um, they're in Ephesus, they get kicked out of the synagogue, cause a riot, get beat up, blah blah blah, and then they go to this place called the Hall of Tyrannus. And in the Hall of Tyrannus, which was uh, the actual community center of Ephesus, to go with our conversation here, it was the YMCA, if you will, of Ephesus. And for two years, Paul did ministry, did church in that hall. And there's this, there's this amazing verse, it's worth studying, where it says, the gospel rang out from there and it went to all the residents of Asia. Like somehow they were able to plant a church in such a way and send people out in such a way that all of Asia heard the gospel because mm. they were willing to meet in that community center. So um, we didn't want to call our church the Hall of Tyrannus, <laughs> right. but um, but we see we see significance just in how they did ministry. I bet you they were a set up church though. I bet they did. Probably. I bet they set up chairs, a lot of chairs, piped and drapes, uh-huh. terrible acoustics. Maybe the Church of Tyrannus. Yeah. Yes. Did you think about that one? Yes, possibly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, our wisdom would be: if you're planning a church, go to the established church in town. Yes. Start a riot. Start a riot. Get possibly beat up. get jailed. Yes. And then go to the. That's the way to do it. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Good. Take notes. Yeah. So, the, and uh, one of the things I would say, the thing that is so wonderful about the YMCA is uh, not just that it's a community center. I'm going to move us on to our next high level topic yeah. already. Not just that it's a community center because it is one, but it's a community center where where we can walk in as church planners and actually have a really cool conversation with the leadership of a YMCA about helping them achieve their mission and purpose. Right. So we can say. Not only is this beneficial for us from a partnership standpoint, mm-hmm. but we can also help you achieve your purpose statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so L- David, as we talked about in our first episode, is yep. basically, is, you're so learned in this area of why so history yes. And, yes. And, the, and the original purpose of the why. Yeah. Why, why don't you share with us, coming from that angle, why the YMCA is such a great place to yeah, over the years, I've come to just not only love the story of the why, but to love the mission of the why. And if you were to ask the average person, or even painfully, um, the average YMCA employee, like, what's the mission of the why? What are, what are you all about? You'd probably get a blank stare, and a lot of people just have no idea. Yeah. And that's not to blame YMCA employees. Sure. You know, I think a lot of organizations across the country would say the same thing about sure. their or own organization's purpose or mission. Absolutely. But um, I remember uh, the CEO of Starbucks once said, may our mission statement never simply be a statement written across the wall, but let it be a living, breathing reality of who we are. Mm-hmm. So likewise, like let's, let's hear the global purpose statement of the YMCA, and then let's see how that, that applies to it. So let me just read it to us off of my phone. This is the, the global purpose statement of the YMCA. Um, it's called the Paris Basis. Um, it was in 1855, but it still is the purpose statement today. Um, and here's what it says. The Young Men's Christian Associations seek to unite those young men who regarding Jesus Christ as their God and Savior according to the Holy Scriptures, desire to be his disciples in their faith and in their life, and to associate their efforts for the extension of his kingdom amongst young men. Mm. 
And so we've kind of broken that down into four themes, and we love all four of them. Um, It's about exalting Jesus. It's about making disciples and helping to to live out discipleship and faith in life. It's about being faithful to the Holy Scriptures, being faithful to God's Word. And it's about spreading God's kingdom. And when we say, hey, a discipleship-minded, biblically-based, Jesus-exalting, kingdom-of-God-spreading movement, uh, we've been like, hey, wait a second, that's what a good local church should be all about. And therefore, this is one of the only organizations in the world where we can walk into that sort of safe place, third place community center, point to the mission statement and say, we would love to help you do that. Mm -hmm. We would love to help lean our life into helping you do that. And that's different from just the random community center like a Gold's Gym or Lifetime Fitness or or wherever else you'd want to plant a church. If, if their organization, that's a big if, and we'll talk about it over time in this podcast, but if we can help them understand that and awaken them to their true calling, it's just an awesome means to partner with them and help them fulfill the mission that they've been given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that if is really important because you have to understand the context of where you're church planning and sure. where you're walking in, right? We're not going to walk into a YMCA with... Right. Their, mer- their mission statement printed out and say, hey, are you doing this? Right. <laughs> if not, you need to let me ch- plan a church in here. Right, absolutely. But it is such a unique conversation that we can have. It really is. It's a great way to open the door. Mike, any, any thoughts or commentary? Yeah, you're, I mean, you're talking and training people who are listening on tone. What's, what's yeah. the tone tenor of, of our heart to bring about transformation, to share the gospel, to to be in relationship with not just the building structure of the why, but the people of the why. Yeah. And so, um, uh, I think you're you're capturing it there, where it's uh, one of humility, um, yet yeah. one of one of strong convictions yeah. that um, if we're going to live and die for Jesus. Mm. Um, uh, how can we do this in such a way that uh, that would honor him? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. And we've so. seen it. We, and we just just to give some encouragement, we have seen all over the country and all over the world mm-hmm. uh, churches that kind of come with this humble, loving, caring, strong conviction, uh, serve-first mentality, be true to to Christ mentality, and in a very incarnational, very, we're going to hang out with people and show them the love of Christ way, Mm -hmm. we've seen churches flourish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so why the YMCA? Yes. John 4, Modern Well of the Community. Yes book of acts it's the community gathering point yes the paris basis is you know it's like you look at it and it's almost like the purpose of a church right there and it's the ymca's mission statement yes and then we would say and we'll go into on future podcasts we'll dive into these all a little more deeply but kind of the last high level one we would say is there are just so many opportunities for practical partnerships together between a church and a ymca Mm -hmm. that benefit both parties yeah so even uh Mike, rack your brain in terms of what has a a practical partnership looked like between the YMCA where you are church planning and your church. Give us a high level of how you've seen that year play out in your two plus years of church planning in YMCA. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you about 
an email this morning, right? Uh, we are in a Y that has um, 88 families connected to it um, yeah. in the in the context of a daycare. Yep. So 88 families send their kids. Um, there's pickups and drop-offs, and uh, our church. Um, every church is looking to reach their community for Christ. Everyone wants to bring the, the light of the gospel to the dark places, right? Yeah. And so we would say our our YMCA is like a platform into the community or um, the first fishing pond in terms of making fishers of men, right? Yeah. And so um, this morning we reached out to our Y um, with Christmas coming. There's a ton of families in need. But like not just ambiguous families in the community, but of our why, are there any families um, that that aren't like fit to give their kids Christmas presents? Yeah. And so like our uh, the the director and me and another few members of our church were working together, um, coordinating an angel tree where we'll probably give twenty families uh, or so gifts for Christmas. It's awesome. Um, and not just to provide toys, but like um, spiritual gifts, Bibles, things like that. Um, and uh, and hopefully with the heart to create more relationship and more ministry. It's so, awesome. yeah. so we're really excited. We do Operation Christmas Child as well, um, which is, you know, everyone kind of knows that where you pack a box and send it overseas. Yeah. And, so, like our 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 church, the first year of of um, being a church or gathering together, whatever, was really excited to send uh, Christmas presents, you know, internationally. But we wanted to do something locally, and we didn't have to like look far. Like, I wonder how we could meet. And it was like, no, no, no. like, I wonder what are the needs of the why? Yeah, yeah. So that it's what's so great um, is when you think about it practically, it, it's. As a church, we get to when we when we want to think about how we can love and serve our community. Our community's right here. Yeah, like they are in yeah. our church building, and so it's so natural for when uh, when people are having anxiety over the coronavirus pandemic for the Y to reach out and say, "Hey, can you offer some sort of counseling?" Mm-hmm. Yes. Or you know, half of our pastors are chaplains at the Y, yeah. so yeah. Like, can your chaplains be available to meet with people to yeah. pray with people? Yeah. And it's like the the Y can. Yeah. rely on us to, because they trust us yep. and we can practically um, just provide a ministry yeah. to people in the community center yeah yeah and you can you know our cl- our wife for example has 400 clubs leagues classes or lessons and a very practical on-ramp to the people in our church is just to say hey join something mm-hmm. with your family mm-hmm. or um, better yet if they're able Coach your kids in that, mm-hmm. and don't don't use it just as a means to like get them better at you know swimming or whatever sport it might be, but use it as a means to live out the mission and shine out the light of Christ. Yeah. This, so as a pastor, I mean, I'm sure many people listening to this are always thinking of ways of how do I get my people involved in tangible ministry? And, and the why, we just love that the why offers just this whole menu of possibilities. Like, like does someone in your church like kickboxing? There's a class for that. Yeah. Uh, does somebody just want to, you know, drink coffee and and read a book? Well, there's a place for that. I feel like you're going somewhere somewhere with with me. So, do you want to just go ahead and ask me? 
ask you. I actually you, do. You, I, I, actually I, I do. figured you wanted to talk yes. about it. Yes, or, or <laughs> you wanted to po- get it. Possibly on. the greatest living gospel example we've ever heard of. My it's brother fine. Mike has always, you know, um, well, I'll just leave it for the sake of the podcast, what I'm about to say. But Mike um, is taking a clogging class with the his two daughters. Cloggers, if you want right? to shine out the gospel in a profound, beautiful way, Put on a pair of cloggers like Mike Mm -hmm. and be a living example of Jesus. I'm a clogger. I will say that in that... I my uh, kids recital <laughs> is the twelfth, <12th, laughs> yes. and uh, you, we're wearing penguin costumes. Uh, wow! Yeah. Is it any event? Maybe we week. could put it's a little video well, clip. Depends. We've got depending. live streaming equipment in there now. If you wanted us, <laughs> that is um, semi great news. The penguin yeah. cloggers. <laughs> my yes. son is playing. Uh, soccer at the Y for the first time this yeah. fall because he's old enough. Good job. And he's on the same team as our worship pastor's son. Yeah. He averages like seven goals a game. Right. Man. Wow. Like sign this guy Little up Jack. for the English yeah. Premier League yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, that's awesome. But the purpose of doing those classes, I mean, it is not just um, to give our kids a unique, nice exactly. suburban experience just to ground us. You know, it's, yeah. it's that we... We see it as an on-ramp, a way to integrate into the community, to build relationships, to yes. tell them about Christ. Yep. And in in the clogging class, it's so cool. We actually begin and end each class in prayer. It's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. You know, and just just quickly, from the Y's perspective, I'm also a board member of the Y, and I help to do some leadership in the Y. If a Y truly understands, hey, this is our mission which most wise at least know that they're not just a health club, gym, and swim, but they're about building into people's spirits and minds. For a church, say a church of 50 people, to come and say, hey, us 50 people will be your best volunteers, we'll serve you, we'll volunteer, we'll give money, we'll care for you. That is an amazing thing for, for a YMCA to experience, a community, a faith community saying, you have a triangle of spirit, mind, body, we will help you with the spirit part. Yeah. so I think that's a great place to leave it. Uh, Hopefully that was beneficial for you hearing about why the why and maybe just getting a taste of why we believe church planning in the YMCA is just such a win. Yes. Uh, And anything anything else before I wrap us up until our next episode? Let's keep talking. Okay. Well, for David Newman and Mike Newman, I'm Jeff Snyder. That was the City Movement Podcast.